During this Advent season, we're reflecting on the message series of turbulence, staying close to God in turbulent times. And when I was preparing for the Advent message series, I chuckled a little bit because we came up with these message series back during the summer before we knew that was going to happen. And I was like, yeah, I've been a little turbulent this last uh, few weeks. But the reason why we chose that message series of turbulence, staying close to God in turbulent times, is because December is a pretty busy month, right? It has a lot of stuff going on. It seems like there's a lot of things we prepare for during December. Students prepare for the end of a semester, and if for all the things they didn't do well and prepare for during it, you cram it into the last uh, days and weeks, right, before you finish up uh, a semester. I will not say if I ever did that while I was in college as far as uh, that goes, but sometimes we can have that happen. We don't prepare well, so we kind of cram it all in. That can lead to turbulence sometimes in our lives. Obviously, we know of the turbulence in our world with the areas where there's war that is happening, turbulence that we can feel in our own nation, even turbulence that sometimes people will say, Father, I feel in the church in general. So there can be many ways that we can feel this place of turbulence. And whenever things are turbulent, whenever they start to feel chaotic, it can be hard for us sometimes to stay close to God in those moments. Because in turbulence, oftentimes we want to medicate the pain. We want to go to false gods, and rather than making the path straight for God, we unfortunately can sometimes start to go off on a detour and go off the path that we should be on when things start to get turbulent and chaotic in our lives. That's why today, on this second Sunday of Advent, we especially reflect on the message of making straight the path. We prepare the way of the Lord by making straight the path. One way of thinking of the Advent season is trying to say, what are the ways that I have started to go off the path, and I want to get back on the path to prepare myself well for Christmas? So, of course, the readings especially help us to reflect on this way of preparing the way of the Lord by making straight the path. And one of the best ways that I personally believe to help us straighten our path and to prepare the way of the Lord is through the sacrament of confession. Confession is something that I recommend that one goes to confession during the Advent season. The church says you should go at least once a year, but I like to say that if, generally speaking, you need to change your oil twice a year, probably you need to change the spiritual oil twice a year through confession during Advent and Lent. And know that we have our normal confession times as always, but we also add Monday confession times during the Advent season to give an extra opportunity to go to confession to straighten that path and to prepare the way of the Lord. And this Thursday, we'll be doing our Advent penance service where we'll have 10 priests available to hear your confession. So if you don't want to go to confession with me or Father Rito, you got eight other options, okay, uh, that you can go to. And that's a great way, again, to prepare for Christmas and to make straight that path. 
And when it comes to confession, there's four principal elements of confession that help us to prepare the way for God's path and to make straight our path in the Lord. The first element is contrition. You have to be sorry for your sins. If someone came up to me in confession and said, Father Charlie, I hit someone, and you know what? I'm going to go do it again after this confession. I'd be like, let's work on that contrition, all right? Contrition is saying, I am sorry for my sin. Because how can we make a change in our life and straighten up something that needs to be straight if we're not even willing to say that we're sorry for it, right? So you need to have contrition first to be sorry for something if you want to prepare that path and make straight what has become crooked. So that first element of contrition, of being sorry for our sins. The second part of confession is to actually confess the sins. Now, sometimes I find that there tends to be, most people fall in two extremes. There are those who are overly vague or overly specific, okay? Sometimes I want to be like TMI, too much information, okay? When they start graphically describing certain sins, and I'm like, I, I understand, okay? But sometimes people are too vague. Sometimes people could say, Father, it's been 30 years since my last confession. Oh, what sins would you like to confess? My sins. Yes, your sins. That's good. Let's get a little specific, okay, on what specific sins. So when we confess our sins, we want to try to be as specific, okay, to say what kind of sin it is, but also we don't have to go into all the gory details of it as well, okay? And also you want to try to confess in a general sense frequency, Okay. Now, if you remember that you have lied four times, it's okay to say, forgive me, Father, and I've lied four times. But sometimes when people say, uh, I've lied 36 times, I wonder, do they have a clicker in their pocket, okay? Uh, and they click it every time they lie. Probably that number might not quite be accurate, okay? So if you have an accurate number, it's perfectly fine to mention it. But if you don't have an accurate number, you can say something like, I've confessed many times or a few times or a couple times, etc. And the reason why that's important is it gives the confessor a sense of how much of a problem this is, okay? Are they a Dr. Pepperholic like Father Charlie, okay? And they're drinking several Dr. Peppers a day? Uh, or is it a case of every once in a while one does this? So that frequency helps. Then the third element of confession after that, confessing one's sins, is penance. Now, penance has two primary meanings. One is that you did the crime, now you're going to do the time, okay? So when we do a penance, it's that way of saying, God, I'm so sorry for committing this sin, and I want to do this penance as a sign of my sorrow. Okay? If we know that we're in the doghouse with someone, oftentimes we get flowers, we try to do something nice for them, we want to make it up to that person to show them just how sorry we are. So penance has that connection of showing God a sorrow for our sin that we want to make up for that thing that we've done wrong. But also, penance is a spiritual medicine. So if we go to the doctor and we say, doctor, I'm sick with this thing, oftentimes we get a prescription. And the prescription is meant to help us feel better, to make us be healed from whatever it is that we're sick with. 
A penance is also meant to be like a spiritual prescription. And so that prayer or that thing that the priest asks us to do is meant to help us to be healed from the effect of those sins. So penance being the third element of confession. And then the fourth element is absolution. That's when we're reconciled to God. My favorite part of any confession is absolution. It's a very powerful moment when I'm praying the prayer of absolution. And I love that moment because I see the change happen. Oftentimes, I see someone who kind of has a darkness, and then it just lifts. Just can feel sometimes a lightning, a lifting, the way that that burden has been given over to the Lord. It's a very powerful moment for me as a confessor to be able to witness that. And as someone who also is a sinner, priests are on both sides of the screen, as we like to say, uh, when I confess my own sins of having experienced that lifting in my personal life as well. It's a very powerful moment. And I find that when I go to confession, it's easier to stay straight and to avoid sin for a time, right? Then over time, we start to go off course again, right? Uh, and you probably notice that as well, that after one going to confession, oftentimes one is able to avoid certain sin patterns for a time because there's a special grace. There's a gift that God gives us to make straight that path to stay on that right way of doing what God would ask us to do, even in the midst of turbulence that we have. And please know when we sin and we go off the straight path, we can go to confession and say, God, I'm sorry, I did it again, and I need your help. I need your grace. Sometimes people come to me in confession, and they're really discouraged. They almost, I can tell, are going through the motions because they feel so defeated. They feel that thing is not going to change. And I ask them, and I'll say, but have you noticed that the frequency, yes, you might be confessing the same thing, but are you noticing that the frequency of the sin has gone down? And almost always someone will say, yes, Father, I'm doing it less than I used to. And I say, it's working. We sometimes think that when we confess our sins, done, gone, never going to do it again. I wish that would always be the case. What usually happens is it's a process. And someone tends to then, as they confess that sin, they do it less, and they do it less, and they do it less. So confession does work, but it doesn't always work in the way that sometimes we think it will, just that we'll stop doing it cold turkey. Sometimes I see a special grace, and someone does stop a particular sin pattern cold turkey after confession. But most of the time, it's a gradual process of reducing that. And so we continue to come to the Lord saying, Lord, I want to have that prepared within me. I want to become more and more walking along that straight path. Now, the virtue that I mentioned on our Advent wreath for the second Sunday of Advent is peace. Peace is a misunderstood virtue. <laughs> Most of us think of peace as the absence of conflict. And while that might be true in a non-religious definition of peace, when we talk about the virtue of peace, that's not what peace and the virtue of peace is about. Because you can be not arguing with someone and not really be at peace with them. 
What peace about is having our life ordered towards God. That's what the virtue of peace is all about. Someone is at peace within their spirit, within their soul, when their life is directed towards God, when they are ordered towards God. And the reason why we celebrate peace on this second Sunday of Advent, connected with this theme of making straight the path, is because we say, Lord, I want my life to be oriented towards you. I want you to order my life in the way that sin has disordered my life and messed up my priorities, and I want to be back focused on you. Reprioritize my life, Lord. Reorder my life. That's why after someone confesses their sins, they feel peace, because the sacrament of confession is reordering their life is healing the way that sin disordered and took them away from focusing on God. And confession helps us to be focused back on God, to be reordered in that way. And that's when we feel true peace, is when we're directed towards God and when our life is ordered towards God. We feel a disquiet, a lack of peace, chaos, when sin has entered in, when our lives are disordered, when we're off the path that we should be on. So we ask the Lord, Lord, help me to make straight that path, reorder my life, refocus me on you, and then I'll feel that peace that I desire to have. That's why when we experience chaos or turbulence in our lives, it's very powerful to say, Lord, help me to know your peace. Some concrete ways to be able to make straight our past today and to experience that peace, that reordering towards God, is that after Mass, you'll have the opportunity to sign up for some things. One is called Exodus 90 or Fiat 90. Exodus 90 and Fiat 90 are great ways to reorder towards God, to experience peace, to let go of the things that keep us going astray. It has certain aesthetical practices, which basically say things that we choose to give up so that we focus more on time of prayer with God and that we spend more quality time with other people as well, seeking to grow closer to God. Some more information after Mass about Exodus 90 and Fiat 90, but if you want to make a change in your life, highly recommend Exodus 90 and Fiat 90. Very powerful. And people tell me all the time after they do it, they said, Father, it was hard, but my relationship with God is so strong. I feel ordered. I feel a peace that I have never felt before in my life. That's a fruit that comes from Exodus 90 and Fiat 90. Exodus 90 for the men, Fiat 90 for the women. Also after Mass, there'll be sign-ups for Discipleship U. Discipleship U is all about helping to order our minds, helping us to know more about God, and in that way we can make straight the path and go the way that we should. If our whole destination is to go to heaven, we have to know how to get someplace, right? So we have to learn how we can be able to follow and go a certain way. So in Discipleship U, we learn things about God that helps us to order our lives and be more directed towards God with that new knowledge that we've learned. I'll be teaching a class once again on St. Ignatius's Rules of Discernment, and so it's meant to help us to be able to distinguish between God's voice and the evil one's voice, and what to do when we hear 
those voices, and sometimes we get confused and we're not sure whose voice we're hearing, but there are signs that the class will teach you of how to be able to learn that. And it's so much easier to make straight the path if we know whose voice it is that we're following. So Discipleship use sign-ups um, after class to help with that. So this Sunday, let us say, Lord, I choose to stay close to you in the midst of any turbulence of chaos of the preparations that happens during this busy month of December. And Lord, I want to go to confession, even if it's been a long time, not to listen to the voice of shame, but to say, Lord, I want to experience that inner peace. I want to be reordered towards you, and so experience that virtue of peace. And that I can sign up after Mass for Exodus 90, Fiat 90, Discipleship You, as some concrete ways to help me to make straight the path of my life, to be reordered towards you, and to experience that peace that you desire me to experience.